1: Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions
2: on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth.
0: Everybody, put on your food belts.
1: Oh, no, it's not that time of year again. No, it can't be. It can't be. Tell me. Pinch me. Tell me it's not here.
0: It's the most fattening time of the year. With that pumpkin pie filling and everyone swilling down eggnog and
1: morning, Good morning, Carrie.
2: Good morning.
1: How's Thanksgiving going? Good. This is the most fattening time of the year, right? Huh?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Christmas can be that way, too. Good morning With all everyone. The sweet
1: treats this is Mark Diley, and we've got Carrie Waddell and we're corners of the estate planning team and we're getting into the holiday spirit right mm-hmm. you know you uh, got to be careful Carrie only 18 shopping days I left know, till Christmas I haven't even started okay so how were Black Fridays are you do oh, any black Friday so see Carrie, it's not only Black Friday Cyber, know Cyber Monday. Monday. now it's Thanksgiving you know that now they're starting to report on that? No. Because, you know, so many people, so many stores and the oh, recent Oh, yeah, they're layers. opening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now we not only have. Now
2: I was shopping Thanksgiving morning and things were well, roped off. there you off. go. No, but that was for Thanksgiving Day. I went at like oh, six in, like in the morning. We
1: are getting your Gro- cranberry yeah. sauce? Or yeah, what? that kind of stuff. But yeah.
2: it was so things were blocked off. Do not, you know, will not ring. For Black, until Black Friday. Yeah. and
1: So we've got, um, and, you know, a lot of people were, well, you know, the, the retail industry was worried about the malls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they knew e-commerce was going to, you know, do right. well. Um, but they were a little bit worried about the malls. Um, and so we have a little statistics on that. So do you, I don't think, I mean, I don't know if I'm even going to, this may be the first year, Carrie, that I'm not going to go to a mall. Yeah, shopping. I don't
2: know. I might just have to for ideas because I'm just stuck. Because, this year.
1: you know, the the you know, so we have you know, so Thanksgiving sales, okay, online sales for Thanksgiving care, mm-hmm. four point two billion. You know, wow, wow. that's up fourteen and a half percent. Okay. The big, you know, frozen two was a big part of that, right? Okay. A- Apple AirPods, I can't, you know, man, those are expensive. They're expensive. Yeah. There's like I the mine didn't my uh wireless Pods were not anywhere near the cost. Though.
2: Right. Yeah, there's plenty um, of knockoffs of wireless pods.
1: Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of uh, smartphones. I said 45% of that was uh, smartphone wow. people are, uh, buying. I think they're buying their presents for themselves at that point.
2: I think so, too. Um,
1: all right, so how about Black Friday? Okay. Uh, digital e-commerce killed it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Digital sales up 20%. That's great. $7.4 billion. Okay, we're not talking about Cyber Money. We're talking about Black right. Friday. Okay. Um,
2: well, yeah, because in my inbox for any stores I've ever been to, because you get rewards, I you know I was bombarded. Yeah. Every it was, day.
1: It was the second. <laughs> it was the second largest online shopping day in history. Only outpaced by when last year's Cyber Monday, right? Um, then the, and the BOPUS is real popular now, Carrie. Okay? You know what BOPUS is? No,
2: I've never heard of it. That's
1: You buy online, but you pick up at the store. OK. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I've oh, done
2: that. Yeah. When I, I don't feel like because I am not a shopper. Yeah, and I mean, I'm a purposeful like if I go to a store unless I'm really stuck of going to write the section I need stuff and going and get yeah. out.
1: Yeah, I'm into that too. I mean, why wait in line? You know, remember, we used to wait in line outside the stores Especially on, when you know on, what you on Black want. Friday, right? Remember, people right. used to line up at 3 o'clock I mean, I think they still do. In the morning. And fight? I, uh, yeah, but now, <laughs> why is it, Might as well just wait in line. If you want to get up that early, just sit online at home and drink up a cup of coffee and, right. and just do it with your screen in front of you. You order online, and you go pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, saves the line. However, I was in Best Buy on black friday and there was a long line for people that were doing that you know okay there was a line to you know but that's they say that's successfully bridging that gap you know between the online and the retail brick stores right um the uh the average order value online. Isn't that interesting, kit mm. you know, how much are we spending per order online,
0: Carrie? Mm,
2: I don't know.
1: Um one hundred and sixty eight dollars. So, you know, that's, that, you know, that's a you know that's, that's a, that's a chunk. yeah, they're saying that Americans are we're getting more comfortable buying bigger ticket items online. You know, um and, and we see that. Um so uh how about Cyber Monday? Okay. Okay. Um, Cyber Money results Cyber Monday results and it hit the record nine point four billion. Wow. That's a lot a of shopping. Nineteen point seven percent. And they said what surprised them So that's
2: a good indicator of things. Uh,
1: consumer US <laughs> consumers consumer are com- sure. I mean, look at this the stock market, you know, the uh you know if we just get this silly trade war done, we're gonna be sad, right. right? Um the Fed, you know, they you know, they they settled they, the Fed has successfully landed the soft landing. Uh, Maybe so. Um, But the interesting thing about the Cyber Monday, Carrie, is they were surprised at how much of us were doing that late at night on Monday. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking like at 9 p.m. I'm talking like 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Right. Americans spent... Three close to three billion dollars on Cyber okay. Monday night from ten. Was that after the Monday night football game or something? I or mean, maybe
2: they're after work they're comparing deals or at ten
1: p.m. to two a.m. I don't know. Wow. Um, okay. So the uh, yeah and the uh, average online shopping cart. You know the, you know that's up six. You know like I said up point six percent. So um, now uh, Amazon they don't you know they don't announce what their actual sales are. Everyone knows they're the biggest, right? right. But they don't announce that. They, I, they probably don't want to pour any more fuel than a fire, you know, right. with, with how much flack they're getting for not paying income taxes. Right. And, and, and in fact, you know, uh, sleepy Joe Biden is even going after. But, anyways, um, so but they're saying that the total online this season projections eighty one point five billion dollars. Wow. Well, that's a good
2: sign, I guess. Um,
1: you know, so, you know, it, 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 America. is the uh,
2: season, right? Okay.
1: And as far as the malls, um, you know, even with the promotion commotion, you know what that is, Carrie, right? The promotion commotion. Promotion commotion is now what they're saying. You know when, when Americans used to get excited about 50% off? Mm-hmm. That ain't doing it for us anymore. Right. Okay. We need the 70% off. Okay. So if I see a 70% off sign, I'm going to, you know, drive in my car and get out of that store. Okay. okay. So that's the promotion commotion. Um So, you know, they're saying that, though, the malls mm, didn't cut it. Okay. Um, Traffic down 2.1%. Average transaction down 6.7%. Overall sales down 1.6%. So I think before our eyes... Carrie, you know, we got the jobs report, good jobs right. report yesterday, right? Blew away all, you know, expectations. Now, some people say, well, it's going to be uh, somewhat slighted by the GM strike being over, right? Because right. they're saying because the GM strike was resolved in November, that probably added kind of artificially forty to 50,000 jobs, right. maybe more um, when you add in all the, you know, uh, uh, you know typical jobs, mm-hmm. you know, that not directly for GM, but works around that industry, right? So they're saying, uh, you know, that kind of, you know, puts a damper. But still, you know, no one can, you know, no one thought that number was going to come in at (laughs) 266,000. You know, and unemployment ticking back down to a 50 year low, 3.5%. So I, I guess right before our eyes, we're seeing this retail transition in America. Okay. In other words, it's the idea that the malls are dead. E-commerce is here to stay in big ways, and that the, the other guys, like the Target and the Walmart, you know, middle America right. shopping, they're successfully bridging the difference right. between the Amazon, Total Online, and the brick-and-mortar stores, mm-hmm. um, and they seem to found a way to compete. So we'll see. Um, okay. Let me get All started. right. Well,
2: good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We are here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. between 9 and 10. We're a financial educational radio talk program. Talking about issues for people who are working and thinking about their future retirement years or what steps I should take for my financial life or people who are in retirement, and certainly making sure that people are dealing with financial challenges and disruptors, um, knowing what they can't afford to spend. How do you create the income you need as tax efficiently as possible? And how do you set things up so that you're taking advantage of opportunities that exist in this complicated tax code and avoiding potential problems so that you're always getting the most net benefit? We provide objective and biased analysis and we have comprehensive, um, we are known for comprehensive planning, but we also have hourly options for people who want a little bit of help. And we offer a free, no obligation consultation. Um, we've been, again, been around more than 34 years um, in the greater Cleveland area. We also do don't do investments. We build custom financial plans and our clients either work with already work with an existing um, investment advisor, which we coordinate um, our efforts in planning or a lot of in many cases, the clients are doing their investing on their own. And we're accredited and a rated members of the Better Business Bureau and a rated and super service award winners of Angie's list on multiple years. So if you want to get information of if You can benefit from our services and how you can help. We're still scheduling in December and um, also opened up the January and February schedule. If you want to start the new year off right and see if our services are appropriate for you, also with the weather, we can do free consultations by phone. And you can call the estate planning team at 440 239 2090. That's 440. 239-2090. Also on the website at financialfoodforthought.com. I do have January planning classes posted so you can go there, sign up early and um, you can see information There are going to be updated versions of those classes. On the website you can also sign up for newsletters, contact us for the free consultation or you can check out our previous radio shows and our podcast um, and the links are right there at financialfoodforthought.com.
1: right, thanks Carrie. That's Carrie Waddell and I'm Mark Donnelly. And speaking of those podcasts Carrie, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this month, or last month, I should say, November, we were doing a lot of uh, year-end planning uh, case studies. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of good feedback on that. A lot of people say, yeah, I mean, these are some of the questions that I've been wondering about. And we kind of knew that because there are new clients coming in. These are the questions that they're coming up with. So I'm going to kind of continue a little bit today. But if you missed any of those, you can go back and hit the podcast and you can get those past ones, the past ones. And we did a lot of those shows in November. Um, The one I'm going to talk a little bit about today is um, we still got a lot of questions, Carrie, about uh, someone who is still working. Right. But they are, you know, want to begin Social Security especially if they're starting social security before their full retirement age, right? Because they they've heard of these earnings tests and you know, to, do, to, I heard that they withhold some of my social security and but I heard if I if I make under a certain amount, they mm-hmm. won't, you know. So I'll talk a little bit about those rules because the government just announced what those some of those thresholds are for 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the other thing we've been doing over the last few weeks of shows has been, you know, kind of going over the new thresholds uh, mm-hmm. for next year. Um and if you come to the classes, uh we'll have we have handouts that 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 kind of uh incorporate those as well. Um before I get to that, the the one thing um Though, too, is, you know, the year's not done yet. You know, you still have time. You know, it was just working with a client this week and, you know, going over our our hit list for RMDs. And sure Mm -hmm. enough, we found one that he had not taken yet. Mm -hmm. And that's why we go over that list at this time of year. And so we had to get on the phone, you know, and and with their investment advisor and the custodian, make sure that, okay you know, get the paperwork, and that we still had time that it was going to be an issue. So, again, are you watching, are you, you know, checking things off, you know, especially if you've got multiple IRAs and and with the IRAs. Right, and and
2: we ran into a company, you know, sometimes we're looking at people making sure their previous year and current safe safe harbors are met and working with their CPA, and we've had cases where we're doing 100% federal withholding, so... Um, to make sure that they're covered because they don't need it for expenses in their IRA or their minimum required, and it's not even just sending it. We had somebody who sent the form in. We followed up with them, and they assumed I sent the form.
1: Mm-hmm, that it got that done. it was done. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess
2: what? They sent them the wrong form. Uh-oh. So, or sometimes when they get it, it doesn't mean they processed it or things. So you want to make sure that it gets done, especially this time of year. Yeah. You can't wait till January. Oops, we got, you may get a letter a couple of weeks later saying, oh, we didn't get it done.
1: Yeah. And now you may, now that, if it wasn't, if you could, if you do get some fan mail by the IRS because of it that, you can, but again, why it's, do you want to go through yeah, that? It's, it's, you're the one that has to right. you know present that to the,
2: you the, need to follow through or have somebody helping you with It's much easier that. to
1: get it done correctly mm-hmm. the first time, right before you get the fan mail. Um, also, this time of year, a lot of people are, uh, you know, working with our uh, clients and their CPAs mm-hmm. and their investment advisors about. You know, trying to figure out how much capital gains. You know, this is for if you have taxable investment accounts, right? right? And this is the time of year where a lot of mutual fund companies are distributing their capital gains. So even though you're not selling your own shares, you're getting a capital distribution because you're you own a percentage of the fund. Right. You're getting your share that the fund manager is kicking out, Mm -hmm. and that's taxable to you. And a lot of people, you know, that can that can certainly you know be different from year to year and, and it's, it's confusing
2: not, for people yeah
1: and it's not always based on what the return of the year it's right. not 100 correlated
2: right because sometimes people said well i lot my accounts down which shouldn't be what the happened case in 2018 year. the s&p right. was
1: negative but people still got That's these huge capital gains, distributions.
2: and sometimes these year-end capital gains threw them over one of those thresholds they weren't expecting
1: and so you know a lot of people now somewhat to offset that a lot of times uh the client is looking to harvest some losses carry in other words if they have unrealized losses. Mm-hmm. You know, that they, hey, can I, you know, get rid of some of these dogs and gener- and give me some proceeds, but create a tax loss that I can offset my other guy? Or, you know, let's say, you know, again, the classic example, you need $2,000 to buy my Christmas present, Carrie, right? Right. But if you had to sell all gainers, you're going to create a, you know, a capital gain. So the idea is you look, you check in your portfolio and say, oh, okay, I can get, I can raise $1,000 by selling this stock. And it's going to be a $500 gain. And I can get $1,000 proceeds from selling this other stock. And gonna be a five hundred dollar loss. Hmm. So there's my two thousand but from a tax standpoint at, at zero. you know, It that, doesn't the idea, matter. You know, the harvest losses, right? Um, but unfortunately, uh, you know, don't look now, Carrie, but oh no, there are no losses to harvest this year. So mm. we are having a hard time f- right. uh, finding clients and working with their investment advisors to see if there are no losses.
2: Kind of a, mm, <laughs> yeah, that's not what a bad, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not, not the worst mixed... thing in
1: the world, right. but, um, you know, but, you know, kind of, but, you know, but, you know, just if you're watching this at home, though, some of the big fund companies are, you know, saying that they are going to have Big distributions. Okay, um, Vanguard. Okay, um, so Vanguard's mid-cap growth fund, Carrie, that's VMGRX, it expects to distribute thirteen percent of its assets. That's a twenty-nine percent, you know, for the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Fidelity. Um, low price stock, the FLPSX. Um, you know, it's a big fund, twenty nine billion in that fund, right? Um, you know, it d- did fine for the year, returned nineteen and a half percent year to date. Okay, um, they're not making a distribution. Okay, so you know, this is the this is the hard thing to know. You know, and especially if you're trying to target, you know, do you have enough taxes paid in to cover either your previous year or current year Safe Harbor? You know, so sometimes you have to, you know, you have to get your investment advisor on the phone and say, hey, can you throw me a bone here? Can you kind of help me out here and say, you know, first of all, can you tell me what my year-to-date realized gains are? And or can you, you know, help me try to find out this information if these mutual fund companies are announcing, you know, what these are going to be? So I can do some planning.
2: Right. And those are things that we help people. And are there maneuvers? I mean, I know you're, we're getting close to winding down year-end and, and companies have deadlines where if the paperwork's not in, they're not going to process it. But, you know, make sure that you're not missing opportunities. That's what we do. And certainly after the first of the year, we'll be helping people. We have people calling now saying, you know, I'd like to retire next year or, I, you know, I'm retired and I'd like to know how do I create that income I need as tax efficiently as possible Um, And we help with different issues. Again, we've been around more than 34 years. We offer a free consultation. You can also come to our planning classes that are free and educational. They're all about planning strategies and concepts. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com.
1: Okay, let's see some of these. uh, um, And another one, too, um, that's affecting this year. Um, you know, Oppenheimer funds carry. They, okay. were, they were bought out by Invesco, right? Okay. Um, and so if you, you know that if you own those types of funds. But um, because of that, sometimes that happens when, when, when a new fund managers come in. Mm-hmm. They don't really necessarily hold on to what the old fund managers right. were investing because it's not their style, mm-hmm. right? They're coming in. They, it's now my fund. I'm going to do it my way. Right. So if that's a taxable account, that don't matter, Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to they're going to sell the positions because these these are what the old guy wanted to buy. That's not my style. Right. So I got to sell those being that incurs the capital gains. And then I'm going to buy what I want to buy. Right. But, you know, so, you you know, so if if you owned Oppenheimer funds and that are now under the Invesco name, you could be looking at, um, you, you know, yeah, they they say that they have multiple funds that will distribute twenty percent or more this year. Okay, um, so there's a so if you have any of those, you know, and the idea is, you know, it's active planning. You know, we're very active planners at the state planning team. Um, you know, and that's the idea that saying, yeah, we have a model or we have a plan A, but you know, you gotta keep working at it. You know, the, the, if you want the best results, you have you have to stay active, and and a lot of times it's just. Carrie, it's, it's our new clients come in, and they say, gee, I never knew what I should be asking my other advisors. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we're big on, coordination advisors. You know, we're, you know, this time of year, we're doing a lot of three-way phone calls with either our clients' investment advisors or the custodians of their investment accounts, uh, if they're doing it themselves, you know, mm-hmm. or the, uh, the tax preparer. If they're using a CPA or enrolled agent and, and we're working on and we're in, you know, we're getting, you know, we're saying, OK, what are the thresholds? What are we trying to do? Mm-hmm. What what could blindside us? And, you know, uh, especially
2: with it, Roth conversions and now that you can't recharacterize it, there's no do overs with the new tax law. You know, Mark, only because we've had a few cases where people have called in that um, in the last month and said, I want to do a Roth conversion. And. In some cases, it doesn't make sense. Financially, that some people, well, my, you know, my neighbor's doing, my coworker, my siblings doing a Roth conversion. Well, everybody's circumstance is different, and if it's not going to provide you any tax savings or benefit. In many cases, it doesn't make sense if you're going to pay more in taxes to do it.
1: Well, and, you know, and again, it's somewhat of a uh, personal decision. Yeah. In other words, you don't ask your neighbor what, if they're doing a Roth conversion because the circumstances could be completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the reasons why some carry some professionals carry say, well, Mr. Smith, Smith, don't worry about a Roth conversion is because they can't guarantee it. It's going to save you taxes during your lifetime. Right. One, because we don't know how long you're going to live. I mean, if you did a Roth conversion and died tomorrow, you didn't save a lot of income taxes during right. your lifetime, right? Um, and two, we, we have no really an idea whether Congress is going to raise income taxes or lower income taxes. Right. Because if they're going to lower income taxes in the future, well, maybe you shouldn't do the Roth conversion now. Maybe you should wait and, when they lower the taxes.
2: Although, I don't know anybody thinks anymore... That Congress is going to lower taxes. Well,
1: well, wait. Well, just wait for <laughs> President Trump's, you know, tax cut uh, two 0, Carrie. Yeah,
2: I don't see how
1: uh, he's promised it. You know, when I, I'm waiting to see that. You know, but yeah, you're right. So, so what I'm saying is, a, a Roth conversion, we can sometimes say it could be a hedge on these future things. Right. Meaning, if you're unlucky enough to live past ninety, right, Carrie, or if Congress does raise in your income tax rates in the future, mm-hmm. well, now all of a sudden the Roth conversion could be a hedge that will come into play later on. It's also too is a lot of uh, a lot of clients will elect to take that hedge, even though it's not a guarantee that it'll save them income taxes, because they say if I never spend it all, you know, meaning my IRA or my Roth IRA, I'm leaving it to my kids,
2: tax free.
1: And I'd rather leave them a tax free Roth IRA than a taxable IRA. But if you don't have kids, or maybe don't like your kids, I don't. This is why it's your plan. Or if you're leaving money
2: to charity.
1: Yeah, maybe the raw conversion eh, isn't such a big win, isn't such a big head.
2: I mean, I think it's something that everybody should look at, and it's not usually a yes or no. It's usually... Does it make sense and if it does, how much over what time frame?
1: Yeah, the one we usually say is always a no-brainer is if you find you're doing your urine planning with your CPA and you've determined that you're in a zero tax bracket.
2: Which we've talked about if you listen to our podcast, we had examples yeah. of cases where you're maxing out. I know we had a case, I think it was fifty thousand she saved over the years looking at urine planning that she took money out of a tax qualified vehicle and paid zero taxes. Yeah.
1: So if you if you're in a zero bracket, the first question and you've got tax-deferred IRAs, maybe the first question you ought to be asking your CPA is, how much of my IRA can I take out and still be at zero? Hmm. That may be a good idea. Um, Now, um, I don't, I don't know, talk about impeachment, Kerry. I'm so bored with impeachment. But I mean, mm. but that's not the only thing Congress got accomplished this week, Carrie. Did they um, get
2: anything done? Yeah,
1: you haven't heard about this. You no. know, if, if, you know. Apparently, the only one thing that you know this polarized Congress can agree on is that they all want to spend more of our money. Ta. All right. So, of course they um, do. So you didn't hear this that no. they, they passed a short-term spending bill. Okay, Um, so they kicked they kicked the shutdown, you know, I guess it was really buried in all
2: the impeachment (laughs) and other news. Right.
1: You know, so uh, so now the government's going to remain open till December 20th, Carrie. All right. Because they signed a short term spending bill.
2: And then they're going to sign another short term spending bill to get through the holidays. We're
1: setting up another winter solstice shutdown. Remember, you know, remember last year? You know, at this time last year, well, it, it, remember it hit. They they shut the government down last December twenty first. Remember, it was the longest shutdown in government history. It was like thirty four days. Remember, it was all about Trump's you know wall, right? You know, and and that was part of it, right? Whether they mm-hmm. were going to you know get funds to, if Trump was going to get funds to build his wall, right? So apparently, that's still the stumbling block. But you know, because this short term bill did not say. Uh, you know, it didn't impose new restrictions on his mm-hmm. border wall spending. He signed it, right? Um, so we'll see. So we'll see if we're headed for another winter solstice shutdown uh, on December twenty first. Um, you know, but as far as you know, if Adam Schiff, carry if he wins Man of the Year, or I'm sorry, oh. Person of the Year, I- I'm oh. gonna throw up.
2: Come on, you
1: know, um, wouldn't how can surprise
2: Trump, me though. How can
1: Trump not win it? Right? I mean, oh,
2: because they hate him.
1: Well, he won it in twenty sixteen. You know, so I guess he. he yeah. He, but wow. I mean, now I mean, but does anyone? Die? I mean, you know, he's over. You know, in Europe, and, and all the all the the whole world wants to talk to him. You know, he's on stage with these right. other world leaders. They don't ask the other world leaders one darn question. Mm-hmm. It's all Trump, because he's so charismatic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he, he, everyone. Well,
2: just... he doesn't have a filter. I right. think some people.
1: Um, you know, and remember. When Although, ne- did
2: you see where they were talking behind his back?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like mocking. Mont-ape. Yeah, oh um, yeah, mocking him. Um, well, not everybody's mocking Trump, you right? Know. Um, now the other thing too is well, remember when Trump did win it in 2016. Remember the the the, the left leaning liberal uh, uh, you know papers and and magazines and stuff Remember they had they had a they had to add their own little kick to it, right? Okay, they had to admit that Trump right. won, so they said, "Well, you know, by the way, so did Hitler in 1938." You know, oh a, yeah, that's how that's they, a dig. That's how they framed it. Um, so hopefully we won't have a winter solstice shutdown 2.0. And kind of go from there. Uh, Kamala Harris drops out. Is there mm-hmm. any surprise there? No, you know, it's funny. It's funny because over the weekend I was just reading an article that came out well, November twenty sixth, November twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. It was an interview where she was saying, you know, Trump better be afraid of her. That's why she because the, the 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 person asked her, why hasn't President Trump given you one of those silly nicknames? Right. And she said, well, because he's afraid of me. Okay. I think because um,
2: maybe she's not that. He's not that. Important,
1: <laughs> maybe um, you know, and, and so three, you know, so she was saying that you know, and um, the and the and in the, in the interview was asking her about the polls and her you know not too good results in the polls. And she said, and she was saying, I don't ride those polls, you know, I don't ride high, I don't ride low, you know, um, I I'm just steady and and I've got experience running very difficult campaigns and I've learned that you can't focus on anything other than your voters. So she was saying all the right things, right? Seventy two hours, seventy two hours after this interview, she. Hmm. Suspended.
2: Hmm. Although, did you hear on was it Thursday? Maybe late this week, they said Hillary hinted with her interview with Howard Stern that she might I run the, again. I missed
1: the Howard Stern. Interview. I just saw
2: the the blurbs they were you talking know. about it on Fox News.
1: Um, but but I don't she was who, hinting. Yeah. I mean, maybe because no one else, everyone else is flopping out. Well, what they say, you know, well,
2: I did see the articles that the people are upset because now the Democrat end up being a bunch of old white guys.
1: Old white billionaires. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that was Kamala's point. You know, yeah. I can't compete with these old white billionaires. Right. right. Um, you know, the uh, well, 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 then Mayor Pete uh, Buttigieg, he's done. Did you hear? You know, remember? No, I did not. Know uh, I, in my opinion, he's done as soon okay. as he said. Remember, because he was doing a CNN interview uh-huh. and they flat out asked him. You know, basically, uh, if anyone is going to vote for President Trump in twenty twenty, are they a racist? Okay. And
2: he said yes.
1: He couldn't say no. Oh. Hmm. He couldn't just off the top of his head, say said no. He had to. You know. Well, that
2: did him in then. He
1: he went, you know, he sighed and hawed. Oh, that's
2: a way to win some voters. And then
1: he actually, his comment was, well, at best, it means looking the other way on racism. So basically, he said that any American who's planning on voting for Trump in 2020 is a racist. Yeah, you're done. I'm sorry, he's done.
2: How about take away whether you're a man, woman, your race, your background, anything? It just should be the right person.
1: So that leaves, you know, Sleepy Joe, right? Um, oh, my
2: gosh. He's in the news. That's why I said there's so much buried. You don't hear the spending.
1: Um, well, Sleepy Joe, you know, he's going to he's done because and not probably not because, he, you know, he nibbled on his wife's finger. Did you see that? No. Oh, you didn't see him nibbling <laughs> on his wife's and his wife's <laughs> that, finger. It's a really creepy photo. No,
2: he needs to do that. Like, yeah, in, fr- that, in his house. Yeah.
1: Save that for the Lincoln bedroom. Right. You, know, Joe, not, if you ever get there. That's um, weird. OK. But anyways, uh, you know, and, and then. Yeah, uh, you never see that photo. I had not seen
2: this photo. Okay. It is a little disturbing.
1: Um. Anyway, so you know, maybe but, she was
2: trying to smack backhand him.
1: Yeah, you know, she. Yeah, um, <laughs> so the, uh, but um, what I think he's done is because he came out and announced some of his, uh, how he's going to afford what he wants to do. In other words, in other words, that's the that's the line for how much he's going to tax mm-hmm. us to you know to to do the spending that he wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into all of it, but the main thing that I got out of that is, you know what, Gary? He wants to get a rid of what he wants to get rid of, step up in basis.
2: That's going to cost people.
1: And that's why he'll lose the election. Mm. Uh, when people find out that his plan calls for the elimination of step up in basis, right. if you're not familiar with that, right? That's the rule, right? Very favorable rule right now that if you die, you know, owning capital appreciating property You can leave. I'm not talking between spouses. I mean, there's a free transfer of wealth between married spouses. I'm talking about, you know, at the second death or, you know, that now you're transferring it to heirs, non-spouse heirs. Right. You get a stub up in basis. In other words, if you bought a stock for 50 bucks on the date of your death, it's worth 75 bucks. You can leave it to your child and they get to step up basis. They get that 75 and that $25 capital gain is forgiven at death. That's true for any capital appreciating asset you have, including, by the way, business ownership and real estate. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, so now Biden's saying, well, he see when he when he spins it, he's saying, well, it's it's really only because it's the rich, rich, rich who really buy stocks in this country. So they're the ones who are really you know participating in this step up in basis. Mm -hmm. But that's. Eh, you got to go a little bit deeper than that, Sleepy Joe. All right, because you know, in reality, um, there's a lot of people that get the benefit of step up and basis. A um, lot. You know, just think about my, you know your mom's house that she you know lived in for years, and you know you get the step up basis. Yeah, on she that.
2: bought it for forty thousand. It's worth two hundred thousand.
1: How about farms, family farms? How about um, land? If you just own land for a while, and then you know your, your heirs eventually sell the land. How about? Um, well, that's
2: why it's a. Good, it would create a lot of money for the government. How about
1: is- rental properties that you depreciate in your lifetime and, and you're leaving them to your children as an inheritance in the end? They're not going to manage them, so they're going to sell them. They would, they would lose the step up in basis and they would have to, you know. So, and by the way, it's unimplementable in my opinion. Now, even though you know they, they the Congress passed that law back in two thousand eight, two thousand eleven, when they they required the brokers to keep track of the basis right. because no one you know was which was
2: it. helpful. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, it was the because no one was doing it right, and 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 there was no way to tr- uh, to you know check it so. Um, but even with that, there's still a lot of capital appreciating property that there would be so many arguments over the valuation and 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 stuff like and, and you know, what the true basis is. And I, I just don't think it's implementable, but we'll see. Um, but uh, so I don't know. Um, we'll see who survives.
2: All right. Well, regardless of that, um there are things you can control and things you can't control. What you can't control is things that impact your financial life and being proactive, putting a formal financial plan together, whether you're working and want to know what steps you should take um, in preparing for retirement, or um, we've had people come in that they're tired of, we've talked on the show of working the long hours and they've been able to accumulate and save. They want, they don't necessarily want to stop working. They want to stop doing what they're doing. They're certainly making a lot of money, but they don't mind doing something else, making less. So how much over what time frame? Having these financial models lets us give people clarity on what they can do, what's realistic um, and what they can afford to spend um, and using these and incorporating tax planning and addressing other financial disruptors like rising health care costs, inflation, future taxes, Um, And much more. And you can call the estate planning team for a free, no obligation consultation. Remember, we only recommend our services if you are someone who can benefit from the type of planning we offer and we have comprehensive retainer fees. Um, that we help people with the analysis, recommendations, and implementation from start to finish. And other people have specific issues. They want help with hourly planning. And also, it's not too early to sign up for our January planning classes, which are on the website. Or you can call the office and we can send you information on that. Call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com.
1: All right. And listen to Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell. And we're the co of the estate planning team. We've been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 34 years, and we do it one plan, one family at a time. And we certainly have, you know, spent a lot of those years working out different scenario plans. You know, Mm -hmm. you just don't stop at plan A. You know, what about plan B? You know, what about, and you're always active. Be active. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what questions you need to be asking your other advisors, we can help you with that. We think that a coordinated advisor effort gets you the best plan. So, uh, did you get your Christmas decorations up, Carrie?
2: No, I am so behind. I'm hoping to do that today. Ah. I am behind. It's not too late, Carrie. I know. It's not
1: too early either, though. Yeah. You know, you don't want to do it too early, right?
2: I don't know. I usually do it while I was gone Thanksgiving weekend, but usually I get everything done.
1: Yeah. um, Remember that, you know, don't ask Claudia Simons about doing it too early. Remember, she was out in San Antonio, Texas. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, And, you know, she was, uh, (laughs) her homeless association sent her a letter saying, you've put up your Christmas decorations too early. Take them down.
2: When did she put them up?
1: Well, she put them up November 1st.
2: Oh, that's ridiculous.
1: Well, the problem is she was saying, well, she was eight months pregnant at that time.
2: Well, then, yeah, that makes sense. And then It's not uh, like you're doing it like July 1st or August (laughs) before Labor Day. She was shocked.
1: I would be, too. And she's like, well, I didn't see this in a Homeowner Association rule well, book. Oh,
2: boy, that's a Grinch. And
1: when and, and 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 she said, they didn't even tell me like when was too soon or not. They just said, what you did was too soon.
2: Well, that's awful. That's a Grinch.
1: Uh, First Lady got her decorations up. Did you see I know, that? They're, beautiful. they're beautiful. But, I mean, the, the press just... But
2: people, I mean, if you criticize decorations, everybody has their own well, opinion. not only Seriously, that, they... Crit-
1: yeah, remember last year, the red already... cranberry trees was criticized. Right. This year, her outfit was criticized because she was walking around in a white outfit with a white coat. Oh. See, it was too white, Carrie.
2: Oh, jeez. Well, snow, Christmas, uh-huh.
1: yeah. well, and they didn't like the red last year, so they we went with white this year.
2: <laughs> you can't. <laughs> she can't win. I mean, they really can't. Uh, now, did you get your Christmas decorations up? <laughs> no. Um, All
1: right. guys got, got some of them up. No. All right. I'm, I'm going to, you know, it's not too late. No, I, I'm hoping early.
2: I can get it done today.
1: I'm not going to put up the, you know, the dragons, though. You heard that one? No. no. You hear about that, family? That were out in Louisiana. Um, their Christmas decorations were blow up dragons.
2: Oh well, hey, if that's your thing. Well, the, well,
1: the problem is that the, again, the neighbors didn't like it too much because they said, "Well, it's okay for Halloween, but it's really not the Christmas spirit."
2: You know, I think people have too they many. They blame the to family for about. being
1: demonic, oh, okay. and, and, and they're like, "Well, I." We, they put scarves and stuff around the well, blow up dragons. Yeah. Uh, maybe they
2: don't. Maybe they're being frugal.
1: You can't make everybody happy. No, Perry.
2: you can't. Uh, you know what I noticed anymore? People don't do Christmas cards like they used to.
1: No. Oh, no. no.
2: I get more Christmas emails.
1: No. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I, my wife still does them. I I, I don't. All right. Um, what else do you want to talk about, Carrie? The, the, the so as I said before, the, you know, there's, we get a lot of questions uh, about, you know, people who, are trying to understand the rules that if they want to start Social Security but they're still plan on working. In other words, if they want to start their Social Security benefit before their full retirement age. Right. Um, And so let's go over that a little bit. Um, And first of all, let's, you know, they they have this foggy understanding that they can make a certain amount of money. Right. That Mm -hmm. they're not, you you know, uh, you, you know, withheld in any way. Um, Okay, so if you're collecting Social Security but haven't yet reached your full retirement age, um, and, you know, let's say you won't be reaching it, that's another thing. You know, see, it's different, Carrie, if you attain your full retirement age in the year. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that secondly. Okay. So the first instance is that you are not at your full retirement age, nor will you be in the year that you're uh, questioning. Okay, so for twenty twenty, okay, we just you know recently found out that that limit is eighteen thousand two hundred forty dollars. Okay, it's up from seventeen thousand six hundred forty dollars in twenty nineteen. It's up six hundred bucks, about three point four percent. Okay, if you want to look it out monthly, that says in twenty you know in twenty nineteen you can't make more than one thousand four hundred seventy dollars a month. You know, over twelve months, uh, twenty twenty that's up to one thousand five twenty. Okay. Now, what's the penalty if you, you know, miss that, right?
2: Mhm.
1: Okay, so uh for uh let's go back using the 2020, you know, the 18,240 limit. So for every dollar exceeds that, right? Okay. So you get up to there, but mm-hmm. every dollar exceeds that, you'll have $1 in benefits withheld for every $2 you make. Okay. Okay. Um Now, um it's it's a it's it's a little bit different, Carrie. If you uh, attain your full retirement age in the year, okay, okay. Um, so you know now um, in that case the limit jumps up quite you know nicely. You know so for twenty nineteen that's forty six thousand nine twenty. Okay, okay, and for twenty twenty that'll be forty
2: eight thousand six hundred.
1: Okay, okay, um, and then in that case. It's $1 for every three that's over. You know, okay. So in the first case, it's $1 for every two. In right. the second case, it's only $1 for every three. All right. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we're trying to work with our clients and to try to project to say, okay, are you going to, you know, be under that? Um, now, the thing is, too, um, y- you know, it's not a permanent <laughs> problem. In other words, you're still going to get that money back, right? Right. Um, and, you know, it, 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 it just says that they're going to withhold it now. But then later on, when you get to your full retirement age, they'll make an adjustment and then you'll start getting those benefits. So they're, they're just kind of like deferred for a bit longer. Okay. Um, now, some people say, well, Mark, what goes into the earnings test? Okay. Or who's, who's uh, uh, subject to it? Okay. Okay. So it's all types of Social Security benefits, Carrie. It's, it could be your own based on your own work record. Okay. It could be if you're getting a spousal benefit.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: It could be if you're getting a survivor benefit in some circumstances. Okay. So, you know, it, it can be different types. Um, and then there are also a lot of times we get to question, well, what, what do they mean by uh, wages or income? Well, certainly wages count, you know, W-2 wages. And certainly, uh, you know, self employment income counts. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and so you know, it's in. It, so if you're starting, if you're doing your encore career or what have okay. you, and you're self employed, independent contractor, yeah, that counts. Okay, um, you know, now it's your net self employment income. So you know, keep that in mind. Um, now, a lot of people say, well, Mark, if I'm st-, let's say I'm still working W two And can I just increase my 401k contributions to lower my taxable earnings to get below the threshold? Okay. Kind of like half Social Security pay for my 401k, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Uh, No. Okay. Um, So employee contributions to a retirement plan do count as earnings, you know, if they are included in employees' gross wages. So you can't avoid the earnings cap right. by making a large contribution to your 401k. Um, now the other thing, um, but uh, you know, special payments get an exception carry. So a special payment that do not count towards earning test that would be like if you retired carry. And are getting um, some accumulated vacation or sick pay, okay. or, or even type of a, a severance, right? You know, if you're getting some um, delayed commissions or something, okay. Like the insurance world, if they you know sold policies that they get trailers on, okay. in retirement or something like that, that comes under a special payment category. And, you know, as long as if the last thing you did to earn that payment was completed before you stopped working, then you would not have to include that for the earnings test. Okay. Um, There's also a special rule in uh, the first year that you retire, Carrie. Okay. Um, So let's say you plan to retire in mid-year. Okay. And, um, And then by then, though, you'll know you'll have earned more than the annual limit. You can still start collecting a full Social Security check for any whole month you're retired, regardless of your yearly earnings. Okay. Okay. Um, So, for example, let's say uh, you're planning to retire. uh, Let's say you're going to turn sixty-two next October. Okay. So you're thinking um, October thirtieth, you're going to retire. You'll be sixty-two. You can go right on. You want to start Social Security right at sixty-two, and let's say you're by that time frame though, you're going to earn fifty thousand bucks. Well, you're already over the limit, right? The eighteen thousand two forty. Right. So you're saying, Oh, I'm done. Now let's let's even carry this one further. Let's say you're gonna start an encore career. Okay. But let's say it's just gonna be minor, you're gonna be, you know, Ubering it or whatever, or working right. at Home Depot, right? And so let's say you expect to make five hundred bucks a month. Okay. So although your earnings exceed the twenty twenty limit of eighteen thousand two forty, you can still get your full Social Security check for November and December because your earnings in those months are only are gonna be under the cap. OK. OK. So that's a special rule for the first year. Um, but the one that, um, um you know, the, the one that that sometimes catches up, you know, so it, it's it, where we have where we have had to explain to clients over the years is that they were misunderstanding this rule, Carrie. Right. Um, so what they were thinking was that, OK, I know I'm going to be hit that they're you know i'm going they're going to have to withhold 1 for every 2 dollars let's say right um, but in their minds they're still thinking that the social security checks are going to start right away see th- sometimes it, even if they know that it's going to be a reduced amount they're not understanding the cash flow implications Right. if they're planning a budget you know assuming that social security is going to start even at a reduced amount okay so let me give you an example of that um Let's say that, um, let's say your monthly benefit was going to be $2,000 a month. Okay. And let's say you're making $50,000 a year. Okay. So you take the $50,000 less the cap of 18,240. So you're going to be $31,760 above the cap. So 1 and 2 goes away, so divide that by 2, so you're going to lose $15,880 of your social security benefit, for, you know, for your annual benefit of of, you know, uh 24,000. Right? Now, um, but so in so in and so in the taxpayer's mind, they're saying, "Oh, okay. So instead of in January I'm going to get 2,000, right. they're going to do that division or whatever. I'm only going to get $677." But that's still enough for me to pay my utilities right. or whatever. No, that's not how it works. So how the Social Security Administration actually does it is they withhold all of it in the beginning, so you don't start getting a check
2: until they've met that
1: right. So, difference. For, so for fifteen
2: thousand something
1: right. So in, in this case, um, you you know you take the, you know the the fifteen thousand eight eighty right. that you're going to lose for the year.
2: Divided by the
1: 2000
2: will get you what month it's going to start that's about eight months. So what, I was going to say July, August, maybe you'll get something.
1: You'll, yeah, you'll, maybe September. OK, and then September, you'll start getting your reduced benefit. See, we have had to you know, that's where the cash flow planning comes in, because if you're planning on doing this now, you know, so it, it, it now, again, I'm not here to talk about the fairness. Right. <laughs> Logic or simplicity of our tax code, just here talking about the rules all right um, and so so but the other thing too is you know the the question becomes have you really looked into the ramifications of starting social security before your full retirement age if you 're still working because you know that you know because if that's if you 've really spent time to try to work out that 's the best solution. Chances are there's something else going on. Now, well, maybe the case where, you know, you there's a medical issue that's not going right. to give you longevity. But if you're thinking that, you know, that, you know, you're going to be the unlucky one that goes to 90 or longer or your spouse.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, if you have not seen a professional, you know, Social Security, you know, program that projects all these different, you know, models out based on different, you know, your own benefit. Don't right. ask your neighbor what decision they made. You know, your own benefit, your own spousal benefit, if, if applicable. And then, you know, playing around and, and choosing different dates of death, you know, longevity, you know, models right. to zero in. And and you don't have to try to crunch all those numbers yourself anymore. All of us professionals, we have the software that does that. And I'm not talking about some simple thing on the Internet. That no. no, no. I'm talking about not professional software. Calculator. And a matter of fact, if you've never seen a professional software and you want to come in, for a free consultation, even if you don't become a client of the estate planning team, um, we'll kind of show you that, and and uh, and you can take it home with you. So if, but you know, you have to provide us your right. social security benefits. We're not going to look them up for you. Yeah, so and I there's- think
2: there's too many people that still want to take it early because of one cash flow. Maybe there's a better way to create the cash flow you need. And it's going to give you more net benefit. And if you, you know, sometimes it's taking money from the IRA. We talk about making room on the tax return. Um, that's something you want to come out to our January IRA and Roth planning class um, to delay. But we always say, I. Always, we've talked on the show that I, Social Security is an easier fix. They have the cap on, on how much payroll taxes. They can continue to raise that. They can increase the percentage. There's a lot of things they can do. Um, sometimes people want to take it because they don't think it'll be around or for cash flow needs, which is... There are better ways to create the cash flow you need. And actually, you're going to get more net spendable dollars if you look at it in a different way. And those are things that we do. And we've been around more than 34 years helping people with all the different areas of their financial life, whether you're working and thinking about when I can realistically afford to retire or while I'm working, how much should I be contributing to the traditional 401k, the Roth 401k, um, what kind of spending I can do, or if I'm in retirement, you know, what are things I can do? and how much I can realistically spend in addressing those financial disruptors. And what we're known for at the estate planning team is traditional financial planning number crunching. And you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation or give us a call about our January planning classes at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. I know this song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, we have a few minutes left, Karen. All right. You know, um, so hopefully everyone will have a good Christmas. You know, December 7th, 1941. Right. 78 years ago today. Mm-hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, the... uh, It was... I don't know. Do your dad ever talk about it? Do your dad remember?
2: No. 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 What year you say, 47? 41. 41, no. No, he was... A, he was, I don't think he remember. I mean, he would have been... Mr. Vice
1: President, a young t- Mr. Speaker, members of the Senate, of the House of Representatives, yesterday,
0: December 7th, 1941, A date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately
1: attacked by Naval and Air. So that's, you know, it was quite, it started at, you know, what, Sunday morning, 7.48 a.m. 90 minutes later, Kerry, it ended hmm Okay. Um, with devastating results. I
2: was going to say, a lot of damage. In
1: a... 18 ships sunk, including five battleships.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Um, a total of 2,403, you know, wouldn't be a home at Christmas. Ugh. Um, that included, you know, two thousand 2,400 uh, total, but, you know, 2,000 sailors, okay, 218 army soldiers, 109 Marines, mm-hmm. 68 civilians. The wounded, you know, was another, you know, 1,143. Um, you know, the uh, 710 sailors wounded, 364 soldiers, 69 Marines, and 35 civilians. Um, so, you know, it's so, you know, keep that in mind mm-hmm. when you think about what problems we really have.
2: That's what I'm saying. When you, when you, and don't worry about your neighbor's uh, decorations.
1: Right, and maybe those who were perished that day. Well, maybe Carrie, they did have a better homecoming Christmas that year, mm-hmm. in one way or another. All right, all have right.
2: A good week, call the estate planning team for a free consultation, or sign up for our January planning classes. You can call four four zero. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com.